I'm Carrie. And I'm Courtney. And this is Bloom, Bloom Podcast. Podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, to episode eight. eight. Again, we did not plan that, no, but didn't. I love that it happened that way. <laughs> we keep saying stuff at the same time. I love it. Yes. So guys, today is a very special episode because we have our first guest. Yes, our sister-in-law, Megan. Mm-hmm. She's married to our older brother, Adam. And we're so excited to have her on today. Mm-hmm. And so, Megan, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, hi, I'm Megan. They've already said that. But um, I'm 32. I'm married to their older brother, or their oldest brother, mm-hmm. Adam. Um, we are the parents of two beautiful girls mm-hmm. with a big age gap, but we're, we're enjoying the age gap. It's yes. worked really well for us. I yes. think it does work really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they have a really good bond that I, do. that you wouldn't think from just the age gap because oh, they can't play together and they can't do this, but they love each other fierce and I love yes, it. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working part-time mostly from home and mm-hmm. I like to read. Yes. And I read fantasy a lot, but I'm trying to open, I like horror some too, but I'm trying to open up into thrillers and and romance. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love a good romance. I do too. I love uh, it. Painful sometimes. <laughs> it is very painful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we want to ask you our three questions. We did this uh, on our first episode. Mm-hmm. So me and Courtney answered the questions, and now we want to do this for every guest from now on. Yes. So, Courtney, do you want to ask her questions? Of course. So, Megan, tell us what your favorite color is and why. Uh, my favorite color is blue. And I. Never knew what my favorite color was, and people would ask me. They would say, "What's your favorite color?" And I say, "I really don't know. I love them all, and <laughs> all that jazz." And finally, I just realized I love blue. I always gravitate towards blue. I pick blue whenever there's a color offered in some shade of, or another. Mm-hmm. So blue. Love I love that. that. And then, what is your favorite animal, and why? And my favorite animal has always been an otter, and I like that they are. Super cute, cuddly, even though they are predators. They are still cute. <laughs> um, Makes me think of Zootopia. Exactly. <laughs> they're really feisty, and they're really playful, and they like to hold hands in the water, and they're just oh, they're just really sweet. Mm-hmm. That's so cute. I love Makes it. me want to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, what is your favorite part of nature, and why? I like the beach, because it is freeing. Mm-hmm. And peaceful and infinite, and mm-hmm. I just like to stand on the sand and listen to the waves crash. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you didn't listen to our first episode, like Carrie mentioned, these were questions that we answered during our first episode and want to ask each of our future guests. And the first question, your favorite color and why, kind of represents how you see yourself and want others to see you. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I I think that that is very fitting because um, I gravitate towards Megan in social settings when we're in uh-huh. get-togethers, and me and Megan talk more than me and my older brother do. <laughs> uh, definitely text more than me and Adam do, for sure. So I think that's very fitting. Mm-hmm. And then the second question, favorite animal and why, is kind of what you want in a spouse. And so I love that you mentioned that... They're cute and cuddly and also feisty Feisty, and playful. (laughs) Yes, it makes sense. 
Yes, and he's sure. definitely more playful and more spontaneous than I am because I'm more serious and reserved and like to really plan out my decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he kind of helps me not plan sometimes. You which balance is good. each other out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then the last question, favorite part of nature and why kind of represents how you see God. And so I loved that you mentioned the ocean, the beach kind of being peaceful and freeing for you because I feel like that's kind of how I feel when I'm praying to God or having conversations with God. It's kind of a freeing feeling and I feel at peace in that moment, kind of like I do when I'm sitting, you know, outside listening to the waves crash on the shore, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at the beach too, I mentioned it's infinite Mm -hmm. and it just, it keeps going and I feel small beside the beach, but also Mm -hmm. a part of it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm included, but you know, I can, I know our size difference. So that's kind of in, in the same reference to God. Like I know my place, but I also know that I'm with him, with him. Yeah. 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 So, wow. I love that. Me too. That's awesome. Again, brought tears to my eyes. (laughs) She's crying again today, guys. (laughs) That's okay. Okay. So why don't we jump into some highlights and lowlights, Carrie? Do you want to start us off? Yes. So my highlight is going to an Eric Church concert last night. Oh, fun. Uh, it was very random. My friend TJ texted me and Tyler yesterday, and he was like, do y'all have any plans tonight? And I was like, well, no. And he said, would you want to go to Eric Church concert? And I was like, duh. <laughs> I was like, do you have tickets? He's like, nope, but I'm going to find them. <laughs> and so he did. And we went and it was so awesome. And it was only Eric church and he played like 40 songs. Wow. It was like a lot. It was a long show. It started about nine and didn't end until after 12. Wow. I so, love that. That's crazy. Yeah. I've never been to a concert where it's just one artist. Yeah. And I'm surprised he didn't have someone there opening. Was, there was not an or... opener. It was just him. It was wow. awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. I love spontaneous like adventures yeah. like that. Sometimes it's I, good just to say yes. Yeah, yeah. I needed to. I needed to after this week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any highlights, Courtney? My highlight is that, guys, when you are listening to this, I will be in Disney Disney World. Yes, Magic Kingdom on Monday, going to Universal Tuesday, and then Hollywood Studios on Wednesday. So a quick Disney Universal trip, but I'm so mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. Megan. I don't know if I have a specific, like, highlight. Um, I mean, my kids, they do things that I, I enjoy throughout the week. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like my oldest, we're, you know, she's getting back into reading, so we're excited about books, and mm-hmm. I love that. And she's kind of growing up and maturing, so I get to talk to her about different things. And mm-hmm. then my baby is doing all kinds of baby things. She's learning to clap <laughs> yes. and uh-huh. say words, and it, so... And, and wave. Are, and oh my wave. gosh, it's so cute. They're yes. both at such fun ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so such different ages and so it's cool to see like what changes each of them are experiencing yes. mm-hmm. and and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the changes mm-hmm. for both. So. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, so low lights. My car broke down this week. No. Yeah, no. So it's in the shop for the second time this week. Oh, goodness. Um and then I've just been kind of down this week. I know Courtney has mentioned, or she mentioned like last week or the week before that she was kind of in a funk. Yeah. And I've been feeling that. So this, what we're going to talk about, kind of a spoiler, is, you know, really fitting for me this week. Yeah. 
and something that I really need to, you know, kind of discuss. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that I need to discuss too. Cause like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I've kind of been in a funk lately too. And mm-hmm. so I think it will be good for all of us to have this talk and to also share it with all of you guys. Absolutely. My low light was just that I had a slow work week and a lot of people would be like, that's a low light for you. <laughs> but I work with a lot of individuals who have mental health issues. And so a lot of times having a slow week means that my clients aren't showing up to their appointments. Right. They're not meeting with me, which always puts me in kind of like a, a more down mood because it kind of makes me sad because I don't know what's going on in their lives to make them not want to show up or right. things like that. And I've definitely like staying busy. I work at home. And so it I, makes the day go by faster. I feel like, yeah, when I'm busy, when I'm not busy, I just kind of lay around, which isn't good for me. Yeah. And so, so that's kind of been a low lot for this week. Megan, do you have anything? Um, my low lot has been going on for a little while now, and I hope to get some answers going this coming week. But I've just been having some health issues as far as I don't know, just some problems. And anyway, I've seen a doctor, but I've got to get some scans done and stuff. But it's been kind of um hard to have to deal with yes that's always scary yeah Mm -hmm. um so products that we've been using this week I only have one um and it's I think I actually got it during the skin event Mm -hmm. at the end of last I think it was at the end of last year or something at Ulta Mm -hmm. um it's the fresh soy facial cleanser and it's really just like a calming scent for me. It smells like cucumbers and it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing special about it. It's just a gentle cleanser, but it removes my makeup and I, I've enjoyed using it in the shower every day this week. So that's my product. <laughs> I need to try that. Yeah. yeah. My favorite product this week is the Billy Razor and Travel Case. This is not sponsored, you guys. I feel like everyone is sponsored by Billy and shares this razor. Oh, like a... Like, yeah, which, oh, okay. yeah, but I'm obsessed with it. Uh, they are now sold at Walmart, which mm. is new, I think. I think that they were, previously you could only buy them online, and so I got the razor and the travel case. It's, mm-hmm. of course, really great for travel because it clips onto the head of your razor, uh-huh. and then also the razor when you buy one it comes with a little magnet that you stick on the wall of your shower, okay, they can stick to like any surface. And then your razor just magnetizes to it. And so it's really nice because it keeps it off the, like, edge of your shower. Oh, so yeah. it's not sitting in the goop, yeah, you know? Yeah, I hate right. that. Oh, I so hate it's that. able to dry out and everything between uses, which I think is really great and mm-hmm. a lot more sanitary. And you don't have to deal with the goopy mess on oh, your I shower. Hate that. And it dulls your blades to yeah. do that. Yeah, so it, it lasts longer. Yeah, for sure. I haven't. I mean, I've seen them, I think, but I've never tried one, so I maybe I should try Yeah, it. y'all should, and oh my goodness, they have the cutest, like, astrology set right now, and it's, like, a clear, sparkly razor with, Ooh. like, um, different scents of shaving cream, depending mm-hmm. on, like, your, um, like, astrological sign, and so That's I thought cool. that was pretty cool. That's it's really neat. It's a cute set, so y'all should go look at it. Cool. Megan? Um, my product I've been using for a little while it's not my personal product but it saves me like time and sanity sometimes (laughs) um my baby is eating foods and I struggle with what to make her that's like you know a nice meal or Mm -hmm. where she's getting yes different kinds of nutrients and not just basic stuff and she does eat macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets like don't get me wrong (laughs) yes but um it's called little spoon 
And it's a subscription service, and oh, cool. it has little plates, and um, has like basically a main and then like some sides. And it's really helpful, and all you do is pop it in the microwave for like 90 seconds, and then the little plates that they come on, you can wash in the dishwasher and reuse them. So, oh, that's oh, cool. cool. Yeah, so I really like that. She likes them. So it's like a food subscription yes, for babies. For babies. I love this. Yes. They do have baby food, but we're, we've graduated past baby food. And they have what they call smoothies, uh-huh. and she loves the smoothies. And they're convenient for just like a little quick snack or an added little thing with her breakfast or something. But that is so neat. I really yeah, enjoyed them. Funny. And I wouldn't say they're the cheapest things in the world, but sometimes yeah. you need like... Sometimes you pay for convenience. That's it. You know? yeah. I just need, right now in my life, in the season of my life, I just need a little help. And then yes, I'm willing to pay for the little bit of yeah, help. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you, you on know, that. It's necessary. And a good subscription service, you cannot beat it. Um, I, Lord knows I'm subscribed to a bunch of different um, services. We've talked about it. But that's really cool. That's We'll uh, link it in the description of this episode for all you moms out there. Yes, for sure. Cool. So now... Some Ulta 21 Days of Beauty picks. This, this is the last week, guys. The last week. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all have picked up some good stuff because I know oh, I, I know. Have. Yes. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Um, Maybe spent a little too much money over the past few weeks. You get those rewards. Yes, I get all those. I'm already platinum for next year. I'm working on diamonds. Yay! Awesome. Okay. (laughs) I'm a little bit embarrassed to um, admit that. I'm like halfway to diamonds. So. Oh wow. Yeah. I think you're ahead of me. Okay, so let's start with Monday the 28th. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing that I wrote down was the Origins Clear Improvement Active Charcoal Mask. I've never Mm -hmm. used this before. I don't think I've used some of their masks in the past, but I really like Origins, mm-hmm. um, but more specifically, their, I think it's like ginseng, ginseng yes. moisturizer, yeah. I really like that, yeah, it, I've used it, it's a like gel it. moisturizer, isn't it, it is, yeah, and it has like a really nice scent, and I like to use it typically in the morning, because it kind of yes. wakes you up, mm-hmm. and it's good for oily skin, because mm-hmm. I've used it, yes, and I have oily skin as well, so that's the only one I have for Monday, does anyone else have any Monday? I have that there are three diamond and platinum surprise steals on Monday. See, I didn't even see that when I was going through the list. I'm excited. I don't know what it's going to be, but there are three different surprise steals for that day. They're only for people who are currently diamond or platinum. Um, But I'm really excited to see what those are going to be because I'm hoping they're going to be some good things. Yes. Um, I don't have anything for the 29th. Me either. I have the Glam Glow Bright Eyes Eye Cream and it's anti-fatigue it says I I mean I think I want that but I don't know if I'll buy it for sure yet because I just bought an eye cream not long ago but you know hit that 30 mark (laughs) needs milk just a little extra I I have their their charcoal mask I think and I really like it I I bought it in the skin event last year and I really like glam glow I I will say it was a little bit for me, I have very sensitive skin, and it was a little strong for my it skin. It is very so, strong. In case you do have sensitive skin. Yes, and I only, I mainly just put it like on my cheek right. area, and then nose, and sometimes chin too, because right. if I put it all over my face, yes. it's going to dry me out, and I'm not typically dry. Yes. Right. Um. So the thirtieth, I have the Dr. Brandt Microdermabrasion Skin Exfoliant. I've used Love this, this for years. I think it comes in a FabFitFun yes. box, like every. Every few months. Yeah, it really <laughs> but, does. So I get that every time it comes. Me too. Um, and I really, I've, I've learned for my skin, one that is like 
a microdermabrasion exfoliant works better for me or it's something that I yes. feel I get more benefit from like I can feel that it's working and maybe it's just like a mind thing I don't know but I do like that product and I might pick some up I do have some in my shower currently does anyone have a product for the 30th I don't but okay. I might need to pick up that uh, Dr. Brandt exfoliator I think I have a little bit left but I love that stuff too do you have any Megan don't for that day okay. Uh, the 31st, I put down Kylie Cosmetics Matte Liquid Lipstick. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what I had too. I have, I think I have like two or three shades of hers already. And I don't I, have any. I like them. I currently am wearing a shade of it, but I don't know what that is. Like, Courtney <laughs> asked me what the I was like, I have no clue what color it even is. But I, I like them pretty well. And I've had it on all day, so. Yeah, it looks good. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy um, her formula. It's it's not too drying, I feel like. It is matte, but it's not like, it doesn't dry out my lip, lips. Okay. Typically, so. Um, so that was the 31st. And I have on the 4th, or the 1st, Give Me Brow Tinted yes. Eyebrow Gel. Oh, yeah, Definitely have that. Um, I'm wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to stock up. So, yeah. <laughs> I love I love that when I'm, like, just trying to walk out the door. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to put on, like, I don't want to use my powder or I used to use a pencil. Like, I just run it through my brows kind of like I did today mm -hmm. and just leave. Yeah, guys, I have no eyebrows. I'm not even going to pretend like I do. Both of these girls have beautiful <laughs> eyebrows. They don't need any help, really. But I have zero. So I definitely use this and a pencil. Um, mm -hmm. to and try it to works get well over yes. pencil yes. or powder. It does. To just kind of fluff up what hairs you do have. Or like, it, mm -hmm. sometimes it will like lighten it so it makes yes. it look more natural. Yeah, and even when I don't have time to actually pencil an eyebrow, I can just throw that on yeah. and kind of give myself you know, a little bit of an eyebrow for mm -hmm. the day. Absolutely. For this uh, day, I have that there is a surprise steal. Yes, so, I wrote that down too. And this isn't like a diamond and platinum exclusive. It's for everyone. So mm -hmm. everyone will have to hop on Friday to, to grab that. Yes. And there are several clean beauty options for that day. So we have Juice Beauty, Girl and Alchemist, Kinship, Indie Lee. All of those are clean. Mm -hmm. And so if you're interested in clean beauty products, that is a really good day to check it out. I have used... All of those. Yeah, I've used Juice Beauty before. Yes. And I know me and Courtney have been talking a lot about clean stuff yes. with Kapari lately. Mm -hmm. So if that interests you, definitely hop on on the first. Definitely interests me. So I might have to go and mm -hmm. browse through some there's of those a things. Lot, there's a lot of products on that day. Yeah. I've really been trying to make an effort to look into my skincare routine, not just my like facial skincare routine, mm -hmm. but my entire like beauty routine really. Right. And make some swaps for some, some cleaner products, and so I'm going to have to look at those. Mm -hmm. And then the last day, sad, Dang. sad, um, April 2nd, I wrote down Tarte Maneater Mascara. If you haven't tried this, you have to. It is so good. I don't love it. Why? I don't know. I love it. L'Oreal Telescopic is my all-time favorite mascara. I can't so. use that. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> I love it. I think it's because you have, like, really thick, long, like, yours are much thicker than mine. Mm. I have long eyelashes, yes. but they're not thick. But I like Maneater. I'm probably going to buy a couple of tubes of it. <laughs> There's also a surprise deal this day. And mm -hmm. so that's what I had listed for Saturday. Yes. And I also wrote down the Bobbi Brown Vitamin Enriched Face Face Priming Moisturizer. I wanted to try that. I have never, but I wanted to. I've okay. seen so many YouTube videos. Oh. Like all of the makeup influencers used to use it mm -hmm. before every like makeup tutorial. Bobbi Brown used to be all the rage. Yeah, it didn't. You never hear about it anymore. I know. But 
better believe I'm gonna buy it when it's half off. Mm-hmm. And she was OG, so yeah, she kind of she does know what she's talking about. Absolutely, yeah. she's an established brand, so mm-hmm. I feel like it wouldn't be a bad deal for half right. off. I, I think so. And then the last one that I wrote down was the Saint Tropez Self Tan Purity mm-hmm. Bronzing Water Face Mist. I've used this in the past. I don't think I'll pick any up because it I have a bottle already. Um, but it, it works well. You spray it on at night. You can't see it. Obviously it's clear. It's like a water. And then I just blend it in with like a little kabuki type brush. Mm-hmm. Wake up in the morning, your face is bronzed. It's like <laughs> magic. Yeah. If you self tan your body, then, um, it's nice to have a separate self tan to use on your face. Yeah. Without like, strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it won't break you out. And, um, and you also yeah. don't have to go up multiple shades in your foundation to match your skin. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Any other products for that day, guys? Nope. None for me. Okay. Do we want to talk about what we're watching or reading? Sure. And I will go first because I'm not watching or reading anything currently. You did watch something the other day. I did, you know, do some catching up on Euphoria. I did But, too. again, I think I went a little bit overboard. Um, I can't watch that many episodes in a yeah. row because I was just like glued to the TV and also just kind of blah the rest of the yeah. week. So I did the same thing. I think I came in Monday and I I was on maybe episode six or something mm-hmm. and I just like finished out the season and I was like, oh my God, like what do I do now? Like I can't, <laughs> I can't. Honestly, wa- it's exhausting it's to so, watch that show. <laughs> yes. I, like you cannot watch more than one episode at a time. It's mm-hmm. so... I, have you watched? I have not. I'm going to pass. Yeah, don't it. do it. Hard I mean, pass. I'm not saying it's, it's not, not a bad show. I see why people are interested in it. I see why people like it. But it's just a lot for me. It's so much. And, like, every episode is, like, hard-hitting Yes, for me. And I'm like, I don't think I it's can. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah, no, I need TV to, like, escape from, <laughs> yeah. from stuff. Cheer and that's not where I'm going yeah. with them watching TV. Don't, so. don't let me there. No. It's okay. Have you been watching anything? I've watched. It's over. Well, it's over now, but um, they aired the last episode currently. I've been watching How I Met Your Father. Oh, oh cute. I've never even watched How I Met Your Mother. Really? Really. But I really enjoyed it. I watched How I Met Your Mother. I love How I Met Your Mother. I think I watched it twice, actually, um, all the way through. And is it Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. Yes. And then... There is an actor that was on Veronica Mars, which I loved, and then uh, Francia Reza from Secret Life. Secret Life. Plus, she's been in a ton. She's just really Fun. awesome. Yeah, from um, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Wait, which um, one? A- Adrian was that her name yeah. on the show? Oh yeah, yeah, I she's like her. on. And so that's why I wanted to watch it. Her yeah. and Hilary Duff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good at what she does, and I enjoy watching her. And then of course Hilary Duff. I've mm-hmm. watched her when I was a kid. So same love when she was the a kid. OG. I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I love it. Okay. Um, reading Megan. Um. Well, I was going to mention that I was reading Aurora Rising with my daughter, which mm-hmm. were she read the whole series already, and then I've read the first book, and I'm supposed to read the other two, but. Instead of just binging the series, I'm taking breaks between. Uh-huh. Um, I have I finished Verity by Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I don't know about that one. But, <laughs> um, that was my first Colleen Hoover, so I don't know. But very, uh, very that was my first Colleen Hoover too. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to take in, and I don't. I still don't even know what I think about it. 
But if you if you've read this book, there are forums on Facebook that you can go to, like Facebook to kind groups. Of unpack what yeah, because yeah, people about it and your theories. People are talking about reading it, reading it all the way through once, and then going back and rereading it, like t- t- trying to take a different look at it. Mm-hmm. There's a if you haven't read it, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's like a big. Is it this or that? Yeah, there's yes. a big twist. You really at the don't end. know. Yeah, for sure. you don't know uh-huh. what's going on. So that's a good book to read if you're looking for something that you're not going to want to put down. I know so many people who have said that this is the book that got them into reading, like to start out with, or got them back into reading. Yes, I think it was one that I read that kind of got me back into yes. reading because mm-hmm. it was the first book I read when I started, you know, being interested in reading again. So it's yeah. definitely a a fun read. It is. It's a good one. And I'm currently reading one called When All the Girls Were Sleeping. And uh, I don't even remember who, who had wrote it. But it it's, sounds it's interesting. And it's kind of... I honestly don't know. It's kind of going like it's a ghost story almost. But I'm unsure if it's really a ghost story or if we're going to get to the end and it's going to be something totally totally different. So I'm not sure if I'm reading a supernatural book at this point or <laughs> if it's something else, but I'll figure it out. I'll finish it. Um, I wanted to talk about my current reading. I think it's good that I'm kind of ending the watching reading thing because this will go straight into our episode oh, yes. topic. I'm reading a book called Weather Girl and it is by Rachel Lynn Solomon. Um, she has another book. I think it's called The X Talk and if I'm not mistaken, it is about a podcast. Wow, I'm pretty sure cool. there's a mic on the cover. I haven't read it yet, but I do own it. Um, I was having a rough day. When was that? Wednesday, maybe yeah. or something like that. Kind of had a bad week and a half and it just kind of all came crashing down on Wednesday. I decided I was going to get home and take a bath and just read a book. And I'm doing a buddy read with one of my friends over on my bookstagram and it's the book Weather Girl. And so I get in the bath, I open up my book, I flip to the, I guess it's the dedication page technically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and it says, for anyone searching for light in the dark, you deserve every good thing. So I just wanted to put that here and intro our episode, which mm-hmm. today we'll, we, we think that we want to kind of do a mental health series on the podcast so this will be episode one of or what would you even say I'm not sure but we'll kind of episode one of our mental health series yeah because we want this to be an ongoing conversation and talk about it from time to Mm -hmm. time and so this definitely won't be the end of these types of talks right so we're gonna Spoiler, we're talking about mental health today with our yes. sister-in-law, Megan. Might be a heavier topic for some, so we definitely understand if you want to skip out on this episode, uh-huh. um, we appreciate you listening to our initial segment. So yes. if, you know, mental health, anxiety, postpartum, depression, and things like that are a little bit too much for you right now, we completely understand if you want to exit now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Courtney, do you want to kind of intro how we're going to go about this episode? So, I think first, um, we brought Megan on because we wanted her to talk a little bit about her experience living with anxiety. And, you know, me and Carrie, this is something that we also struggle with as well. And so, we thought it would be really good for us to all have this conversation. Mm -hmm. And so, I think we're first going to let Megan kind of tell a little bit about herself and her experience with anxiety and then we also have some questions and stuff for her Mm -hmm. um 
towards the end of the episode. Yes. Well, I was going to start out, I was going to do this a little bit later, but I think I'll start out with, I had wrote down a quote from Corey Ten Boom, and if you're not familiar with her, she has a book called The Hiding Place, and I won't go into all the details, but her family were Christians, they're not Jewish, but they were Christians, and they assisted Jews, and she also helped people with mental disabilities during the Holocaust, mm -hmm. and they hid them, and her and her father and sister all ended up in a concentration camp, and she wow. was the only one that made it out. Wow. So, um, that was, you know, that was a lot for her and she actually continued to assist Jews and the mentally disabled after the fact and, you know, while it continued. Wow. But she has a quote that she said, it says, worrying is carrying tomorrow's load with today's strength, carrying two days at once. It's moving tomorrow ahead of time. Worrying doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. And it's important to try to think about that because mm -hmm. I'm worrying, you know, I worry about, and I know other people worry about things that may never actually yeah. happen. Yes. So I'm, yeah. I'm emptying myself. I'm, I'm draining myself of energy, worrying about things that may never come to pass. And in the past they have not, they, yeah. they never materialize. And I just, I wasted days, day, hours, whatever it was. Yeah. You concerned about something that never even happened. Right. Mm -hmm. And, for somebody who's been through a trauma like that, like what she experienced, it, I always like to, you know, hear those words from somebody yeah. who's yes. who's really experienced something like that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so. for sure. I love that. I, I think that that, I mean, it's, it's so hard. There are people, you know, in this world, and I'll use my husband as, as an example, he typically does not have any type of, he doesn't worry about anything. I always joke and say that I do the worrying for the both of us, mm -hmm. which is kind of true. Yeah. Um, but it is exhausting when you're yeah. constantly worried about things that could be either out of your control or like you said, like they may never, never even happen. Um, and you're using all your strength and energy on that and then trying to make it through your day-to-day -day life, like doing things that are actually happening and actually need to be done, it can be quite challenging, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, just exhausting, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, to to put all of that on yourself and, um, like the quote mentioned, kind of carrying two days worth of, yeah. you know, troubles. As opposed to just one, Yeah, <laughs> you know. As opposed to kind of dealing with things as they come, just mm -hmm. kind of worrying about all of these things all at one time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do have an anxiety disorder. I decided I'm not going to go into what it is because it really doesn't matter. I don't think. Yeah. No. Now, if, yeah, somebody, if somebody wants to reach out that has something, you know, that's fine. And um, yeah. we might could discuss it in the future if it's a needed topic, but... Right. Otherwise, I don't. I don't think it's important. Um, but I did end up with a dual diagnosis, and I was surprised about it because when she told me, I mean, the second one was PTSD, mm -hmm. and I'm just, I was like, <laughs> what? I don't. How do I have PTSD? Like that doesn't make any sense. Soldiers get PTSD. They they, yeah. they see these horrific things and. Uh -huh. But then we start unpacking the trauma and the triggers and what all the issues mm -hmm. were, and then it made more sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe I, maybe I am traumatized. Um, I get that now. 
I didn't at the time. Yeah. I think that's a common misconception that yes. only, you know, a soldier or mm-hmm. someone who's been through, you know, a car accident or whatever, whatever it may be, they are the only people that can get PTSD. But like you said, like, it can be anybody. Yeah. So many things can mm-hmm. cause that type of trauma. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mentioned earlier in the episode that I work with people who have different mental health conditions and PTSD is one that I see a lot Uh and you know, it doesn't always come in the package that you think it would, you know, it's not always people who have military experience mm -hmm. or law enforcement, things like that. It's, it's not always black and white. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a gray area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think it's hard for us to see our own traumas. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if we're just trying not to see them for what they are and maybe a little bit. Yeah. Therapy is a, good resource for kind of unpacking yeah and viewing those traumas from somebody else's view yeah Mm -hmm. so you kind of just lay it all out there and then they can kind of just pick it apart and see where you have these issues yeah and 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 open your eyes to some of those an outside unbiased opinion Mm -hmm. I know typically you know I'm guilty of this I'll I'll text Courtney and I'll be like I'm stressed you know or I'm Mm -hmm. I'm going through a bad time and it's easy for me to like ask for guidance or like help me get out of this or, or, you know, even to my husband, but really like for someone to help me, it kind of needs to be an outside source wow. just yeah. so that they're, cause Courtney's obviously going to be biased towards me. We're, she's my sister. And yeah. same thing with my husband. Like it's, it's hard to unpack those things. Not that you shouldn't talk to your spouse wow. or your, you know, family about these issues, but. I think it's important to bring in someone from the outside for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put shine a new light on, on things. Yeah. Yes. And just really, and just see it from a different perspective. And yeah, you know, I know people think you go to therapy and like, they're all, Oh, you're okay. It's okay. But sometimes you're the bad guy. Yeah. And your therapist yeah. is there to tell you that. Yeah. yeah to hey, be honest with you. Yeah. This is what this, Hey, you messed up. Yeah. Even if it's not necessarily what you want to hear because exactly. they're not there to tell you what you want exactly. to hear. And Which uh, is what our family or our husband or whatever yes. significant yeah. other would be more likely to right. do. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's important. And I think a lot of people have a misconception of that. that yeah. They're sure. just going to tell you what you want to hear. Or they're mm-hmm. just going to say, hmm, and how does that make you feel? Yes. Very that, cliche. Yes. yes they do that in the movies. Why do y'all do that? No. And sometimes <laughs> that is a question that is asked. Because yeah. Because it is an important question. But, but it's that's not, not just that. Yeah. It's yeah. not just, yeah. It's not just that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, more in depth for sure. Yeah. And honestly, I tell mm-hmm. almost every single one of my clients this, that I think just about everyone could benefit from talking to a therapist or mm-hmm. someone similar, someone kind of in that field. I think that, like I said, just about anyone could benefit from it because it's important to have someone like that that is just completely unbiased that you can kind of talk to about those things. And I completely agree. I get that you don't have time, you don't have money. I've been there, done that. Uh-huh. But now there are a lot of options yes. for more convenient therapy mm-hmm. sessions. Yes. Um, you know, telehealth has yes. been a big help in the mental health field. For yes, sure. Absolutely. There's and so many different platforms out there that provide this service. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have money, I think there are there are places you can look for assistance. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um there are options. And I, but like I, said, I get it that, you know, sometimes there's not time, there's not money, but Right. Right. It if you have the time and money, I think it it's a very good um 
very good resource yes. to, to mm-hmm. have a trusted therapist. And, you know, if you need medication, if you need just a diagnosis, your general practitioner is capable and qualified Absolutely. and all that good stuff to monitor your medication. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... I see an internal medicine doctor and they don't just see me. I mean, I can see them for a lot of things. I just can't go when I'm sick, obviously. Yeah. But, um, and they can monitor your dosing and all that stuff. So it doesn't just have to be a psychiatrist or a counselor or any of that. It can be your medical doctor. Right. Yeah. And if it's, you know, if it's to a point where they think that it's out of their control, they're normally good and good about, mm-hmm. you know, referring you to yeah, someone correct. if need be. But most of the time they can manage those things on their own. Yes. Yes. So that's good. Do you have any other information you want to share? Um, well, I know they had some questions to discuss. Yes. So I was trying to make sure I don't, you know, get into the questions. Okay. Um, but I just, I put, you know... It affects my life. It, it changes how I make decisions, how I approach life in general, and yes. it can be difficult for my family. And I, you know, I get all that. I think we'll kind of get a little bit more into some of that here in a minute. Yes. Um, uh huh. So, Courtney, do you want to start with the questions? Yes. So, our first question that we'd like for you to talk about was just: At what point did you decide your anxiety was affecting your life, or how did you? know when it got to a point where your anxiety was affecting your life um okay well for one thing the what started it had kind of three events that triggered it and a lot of times mental health disorders don't manifest until you're an adult Mm -hmm. so this happened in early adulthood um and my particular disorder has self-awareness most don't. Uh-huh. A lot of times people yeah. don't even know that they have this issue. They just know that they're, they just know they feel odd, bad. Yeah. Something's yeah. not quite right. Yeah. Or maybe they don't even know that something's not quite right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're, they're having these, you know, these things they're doing and, and actions and words and thoughts and they don't even know why. Uh-huh. But unfortunately mine does have a lot of yeah. self-awareness. So I was really painfully aware what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I did get to a point where I, where it was bad was I I couldn't eat and I couldn't drink. I lost a bunch of weight and yes, (laughs) people didn't know why I lost a bunch of weight, but they're like, oh, you look good. And you lost a lot of weight, man. You look great. I'm like, oh, good. I'm, I am dying inside. Thank (laughs) you for that. Um, because I just could not, I was eating and drinking just barely enough to kind of live. I mean, just to not die literally, but inside I was really really not in a good place not emotionally and I I knew what was going on but didn't really know all the ins and outs and lots and I did go to a counselor and we talked and I got in a diagnosis which I like I said I already was kind of aware that that was what it was going to be but besides the PTSD I did not think about that yeah but um so I did go that but that's basically when it was kind of to the point to that tipping point of some things like I'm I'm gonna die if I don't do something. Right. Yeah. So um, that, that's been a while ago now. But <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. When I I think when it starts to you know really affect you like that, like you said, and then you know it's affecting your weight, and yeah. you know that can be you can have that from a multitude of different anxiety disorders. Yeah. Um, and then it doesn't help when people comment on yeah. your weight. We've talked about this before. You know, if if you think someone looks good, that's fine. You know. 
hey, you, you're looking good or whatever. But, but you don't have to comment on their weight and saying, yeah. oh, you look like you've lost weight. You look good, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. because maybe that wasn't even their goal, you know? Exactly. They, it, and they that might not even... be a healthy space for them, you know? Yes. They may have lost weight, but it might not be in a healthy, you know, way. Right, yes. exactly. So it's just another reminder for everyone out there, like, let's just not have that. Let's not talk about mm-hmm. that discussion and, for for people. Yeah, and for me... When I, when I was in that place, like I said, I was, I was really struggling emotionally, yeah. mentally. And then people said that. And not that I probably didn't need to lose weight. I probably did. I did not lose all the weight after I had my first child. Um, and But when people said stuff, I was like, I felt isolated. And like, can't you see I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm suffering? Can yeah. you not see that? Yes. And no, nobody could. And I get right. that. Yeah. But it's at hard. the time... It felt like that. So I guess if you do see somebody that suddenly, whatever, maybe ask ask about, yeah, what are you doing to lose weight? Just to kind of say, oh, I'm I'm dieting extra. They're probably fine. Yeah. Um, But if, if it, if it kind of, but if it's more of a, you know, secret. Yeah. yeah, Then there may be something else going on. Yeah. Let's unpack something else and, you know, try to maybe get them some help. And something that you mentioned when you answered that question that stood out to me, um, I guess because I do work with people who have anxiety every single day and different anxiety disorders. And it's always interesting to me when anxiety, you know, stops being just an internal struggle and then also starts being like something that causes physical symptoms and becomes something external. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of leads us into the next question that Carrie has for you. Yes. Um, What does your anxiety feel like? Like any physical symptoms or anything that you experience? I have a lot of physical symptoms. I don't think I can go into them without going into. um, But yes, mine does manifest in a physical way and not just. But again, I don't know if people noticed and didn't want to say anything or if they just didn't notice. I don't don't know. I mean, I don't think we've ever, you know, discussed it Mm -hmm. that way before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll just say like, I'm guilty of that. You yeah. know, I, I will say that I did notice, yeah. but I didn't want to say yeah. anything because you, it's, it's hard yeah. because you don't want to trigger somebody yeah, or, for sure. or make them feel embarrassed yeah. or anything. And I guess it's important to talk about, you know, healthy ways to discuss that with a loved one or yeah. whatever. No one ever discusses that. Yeah. No one ever and I think we'll touch on that yeah, later. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 I'm guilty. You yeah. know, I didn't ask. I didn't ask if you needed help or right. if you, you know, even knew, or mm-hmm. if yeah. you even thought it was an issue or or anything like that. So right. I'm sorry for that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, me too. It's okay. And then, like some, I mean, you want somebody to ask and you want somebody to pay. To, but then there are times where. People ask in a way that's not yeah, not kind. Or, yes, yes. Like, why are you doing that? Don't yeah. you want to do that? No, I don't. No, that's yeah. why I'm doing it this way. Yeah. If I wanted to do it that way, I would, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there are definitely ways to go about it. Like yeah. check on your people, but yes. be sensitive about it. Yes, absolutely. And I know that. I don't know. Anxiety is so interesting to me because it really can present itself in a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Like for me my biggest symptom is just like my heart racing, like feeling like it is about to beat out of my chest. And I always get like super hot and clammy and just like that. It feels like my adrenaline is just like 
pumping so hard. Like, yeah. I've just finished the craziest workout of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a thought about the anxiety, what it feels like. It feels, you know, suffocating. Yeah. It feels yeah. isolating. Um, you want to get away from it, but you can't because it's you and it's your mind. And where are you going to go? Yeah. So you can't separate yourself. Yeah, you and that's a lot of people turn to alcohol, drugs. Yeah, they want to cope. Substance, exactly. Yeah. You have to find Substances. something to help, you know. Yes, and, you know, I have not personally done that. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I could see, I can really see why people do. I really can. Yeah. I can understand it because where do you go when it's your, when you're trapped in your mind yeah. and you just need to get away? Exactly. Yeah, I and can't. It, especially if you have that addictive, you know, personality yes. already. And you suffer for some from something like anxiety, depression, yes. whatever it may be. Like, it's. I mean, to think about that is just so hard because yeah. you, like you said, like someone who has anxiety, they can see why people would want to do that because you do. You try to escape yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want to be in this, you know, mind frame. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take a vacation from it. No, you can't. Well, yeah. You can't get like, away from yourself. I'm having a bad bad time at work. I'm just gonna take a week off. That's not how this works. Can't take a week right. off from no. your own <laughs> self and your body. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? Or I think we I could think go into our next yeah. question, Courtney. So how have you navigated being a mom and a wife with anxiety? Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of work. Um, I try to be like normal, yeah. especially for my kids because I, I want them to, you know, see normal and whatever that is and I don't Who want knows? yeah <laughs> people there around to be like why is your mom so weird you know and I have that yeah. fear that I'm gonna you know damage them in that way um so I don't want to impact them in any kind of negative way yeah and it's tiring and just in general I'm exhausted and you know sometimes I just can't I just can't that's yeah <laughs> and that's yeah. okay yeah, absolutely. It's okay to take a step back sometimes and just, I think one thing that I always tell my clients who are also moms and wives and, you know, juggling all of these things in addition to managing their anxiety, I always tell them like, it's important to have some time just for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, take a step away when you need it. I always tell them, even if you have to put it on your calendar and tell your husband, like this day, this week, this time you don't need me, you take care of the kids, you you feed them, wash them, whatever, and I'm going to practice self-care, I'm going to do something just for me, and I tell mm -hmm. them in those moments, like, I know it can be so hard to not worry about your children, or your husband, mm -hmm. or all of the other things, your house, your laundry, your dishes, but I was like, I think it's so important to take some time when you're able, yeah, just to focus on you and just to do something like strictly for yourself and not for anyone else. Right. I think, you know, for me, that's something that I've struggled with a lot. Um, you know, this episode isn't about, you know, me and Courtney specifically right. and our anxiety more so about Megan. Mm -hmm. But for me, the day that I had the bad day that I had last week, I'm thinking about 10 different things in my head that need to be done or things that have happened that I'm stressed about. And I can't get them out of my head. I have a running list at all times, you know, of things that I'm, you know, worried about. Mm -hmm. And I think for me personally, learning to take one thing 
at a time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I have to learn that I can't tackle every single thing and I can't take care of everything that I think is going wrong. It has to be one thing at a time. And on that day, it was self-care. I had to, <laughs> I had to just stop and I had to, yeah. and I have that luxury because I don't have kids and I don't, and my husband wasn't home and I just have a dog to take care of. Being a mom is a completely different, yeah. you know, thing. And if your schedules don't line up, I mean, that yeah. could be even harder, you know, like if I know Adam works nights yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, I can't even relate to that. Tyler works evenings, but we don't have kids that we have to put to bed or feed right. at night. So for me, it was easy, but for some, it may not be, Yeah, you know, it's so really easy. hard. Mm-hmm. That's when he's working nights. We see each other for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. That's the legitimate amount of time. Right. And so it's it's really all me 24-7 at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is a lot. But yeah. I have to remember that I have these people that depend on me. So that does help some. Like, I have to just keep going. Yeah. And I usually spend the the night when everybody's asleep. And that's the time that's where true. I watch yeah, TV or yeah, just lay in bed and do whatever I want to. Watch TV, read, yeah. just whatever. Just <laughs> so, stare at the wall, be yes. quiet. <laughs> Sometimes the, that's I nice. I enjoy the quiet. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I think we kind of touched on the next question a little bit. Um, how has anxiety made this more challenging? I guess being a mom and a wife, did you have anything else that you wanted to touch on? Um, well, I, yeah, I can't just do things. So everything has to be planned yeah. and methodical yes. to keep kind of this going. And so children are not methodical and logical. <laughs> no, no, they just kind of do whatever they feel they need to do. And so yes. um, that that's hard sometimes because it's not following in. And then you know, kind of things get scattered. And then that makes your anxiety worse. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't feel, you know, adequate like someone else would be better mother to them, um, more of a perfect mother. But then I thought, what makes a perfect mom? You know, my anxiety doesn't make me a bad mother. No, no it does I'm not. Present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I play with my kids. I feed them mostly nutritious foods. <laughs> I love them. I hug them. Yeah. I tell yes. them I love. You know, I ask. They know you love them. Yes. yes. I ask my daughter about her day. I love hearing about her day. I like when she talks to me. Yes. So, and you have a relationship and things that y'all relate exactly. on. Exactly. The reading. I mean, that's awesome to like mm-hmm. buddy read with your kid. Yeah, that yes. is just the coolest thing ever. And we have, yeah, we have that to talk about. And I like, I like hearing about her day. I like hearing about her friends and what goes on at school. She doesn't love school, but she loves her friends. And mm-hmm. so I get to hear about all of that. And she's so cool. And, <laughs> and Ruby loves you. Yeah. Absolutely. Like just looking at oh you, God. it's just like an instant smile every single time. Mm-hmm. I just love that. That one is attached. <laughs> so. Yes, absolutely. She is depending on you. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Um, Anything else for that one? Or I think we can move into the next question, Courtney. Yes, which is how do you cope with your symptoms on a daily basis? I know you mentioned that you can, you kind of see why some people turn to other maybe unhealthy coping mechanisms. So what what do you do to cope with your symptoms on a daily basis? Um, I I make a little list, which is actually on my list of, (laughs) of things. Um, you know, I can lean on trusted people and I get sometimes people get frustrated and that's okay. So I try to not overextend my 
my um you know hey I have an issue please help me situation um I try to decompress if I can mm-hmm. I try not to get too overwhelmed um self-talk as a lot of self-talk yes. of, hey you're fine this is fine people do this all the time you know that kind of thing yeah and uh, you know that's that helps a lot yeah. take a breather um keeping a routine a yeah. routine really helps me yeah feel like I've kind of got things in order because mm-hmm. if I troll yes yeah. if yeah. I do this this and this I know hey the day's going okay yeah right it can that can totally go in the opposite direction though if if the things get off routine then that causes anxiety so that's kind of a double-edged sword there mm-hmm. um I do like to read and watch tv to decompress some mm-hmm. um, too and I think eating right yeah oh, so yeah. I eat mostly a low glycemic um, diet, which is called, we, we call the Trim Healthy Mama is what it's called. And it's mostly separating carbs and fats. And then, like I said, low glycemic and cutting out sugar helps a lot. Yes. Yes. And having healthy carbs. I do eat yeah. carbs. I'm, I mean, I'm not low carb, but having this healthy whole Whole foods. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It really helps. Yeah. It makes more of a difference than you realize. And I know I keep referring to things I talk to my clients about, but this is something, a conversation that we have often is talking about eating for your mental health Mm -hmm. because it's really important. And there are so many foods out there that are associated with decreased anxiety, depression, and stress. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important to, to eat a well-balanced diet. I'm definitely not the best at this. No, but I'm, I'm it does either. make a difference. It helps so much more than people realize. Yeah, it does. And I mean, I'm like I like Courtney said, like I'm not the best at this, but I do notice a difference yeah. when mm-hmm. when I'm just eating like crap all the time. I feel worse. Yeah, not, you feel not, like crap. Not just like you are what you eat, <laughs> but like mentally as well. Yeah. And when I'm eating better, I have more energy. You know, yes. I'm more likely to want to go out and do things as opposed to just laying in the bed. Yeah. And not wanting to leave or scrolling on my phone for hours because that's all I have the energy to do. Right. Um, so, yeah, I completely agree with the diet thing. Like, I think that's really important that people need to talk about that for sure. It's not difficult. That's something that's not difficult to do. Exercise is really helpful and really important. But honestly, I don't have time for exercise all the time. Yeah. I wish I did. I really do because it does make me feel better. But I do eat. So that's yeah. something I can kind of implement better than an exercise routine at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, chasing around an almost teenager and an infant, you yeah. know, you, That's you exercise. probably get, <laughs> yeah, you probably have more, um, what is it, active hours or what, yeah. is, what do you call on your Apple Watch than I ever would. Um, the next question, what advice would you share with someone who has struggled with anxiety or their mental health? I made a list again. <laughs> I love okay. that. Um, one is don't fear help. Mm-hmm. I know it's scary and it sounds scary and there's a lot of taboo with seeking, you know, help, but you know, it's okay and it will be okay. And it, it's exactly what it sounds like help. Mm-hmm. There are professionals out there to help you. There are, you know, groups. NAMI yeah. is a local, you know, a group that meets just like AA and NA uh-huh. and it's a safe place to discuss. Yeah. And if you can't afford therapy, it's not therapy, but it's something mm-hmm. where you can discuss with like-minded people that are struggling with similar problems. Yes. And it's hard to discuss things that don't, 
with people that don't can't relate. Yes, right. and these are people that I mean, before you get into the group, you don't know. So that's also sometimes easier to discuss mm-hmm. things with people you don't know and people that you think won't judge you as much. And, right. you know, you can kind of talk about how your family and friends are in this current situation and, and then with people that are not your family and friends. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I said find grounding. They're going to tell you this in therapy if you go. There are a lot of different ways to, to ground yourself mm-hmm. during you know, stressful times amidst a panic attack, yeah, whatever the case may be, but you can Google it and find, find ideas. Yeah. Um, one is like find five things you can see four things you can touch, you know, just different variations of that. Yeah. And it kind of just centers you back to, you know, what's going on. Yeah. It kind of brings you back down to earth. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I put star over in three. So I mentioned we we follow Trim Healthy Mama, and basically, it's a way of eating. It's not really a diet, but if you eat what they say off plan, uh-huh. they just say, "Hey, three hours later, just start over." So don't worry about your. Don't worry that you you know ate that cheeseburger. That's not really that great for you. If you ate that cake that yeah. I told you to eat a couple episodes exactly. ago, <laughs> I ate a whole cake last week. <laughs> oh gosh, if you ate the whole cake. And then just, <laughs> Start over, but I love that. Yeah. In this case, it doesn't have to be three hours. It can be three minutes, three hours, three days, three whatever it is. But it sets a micro goal for yourself. Yeah, so yeah. hey, I'm in this funk, but you know, in three days, I'm gonna make an effort to get out of this funk, or in whatever whatever the case. Yeah. Is. I and love that. Me too. This is, man, I'm gonna, that is life-changing advice for me. <laughs> that is going to be on my background of my computer from yeah, now on. I, I love mean, that. Yeah. We need, I mean, sometimes you need Tom. Yeah. You need Tom to be in your funk. You yeah. need Tom to yeah. just let yourself kind of have a breakdown. But then, you know, I'm going to break down right now, but I'm going to get back to it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so. In three. I like exactly. that. I love that. Me too. Four is make a list, and it could be goals. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a list a lot of people make, goals. But, you know, sometimes you want to make other kinds of lists. I want to make a list of goals. I want to make a list of movies I want to watch. I want to make a list of books I want to read. I want to make a, a list, list maker. of my favorite colors. And it can be a to-do list, but it also can be kind of a fun list or just a, this is how I want to, you know, do my life list, or this is what I'm interested in list. Just anything to kind of help you. It helps you decompress. Yeah. It, it makes you feel like you're doing something. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes. doing something. I'm making Being this productive. list. Right. And that kind of gives you, you know, that little boost of confidence of I can be productive. I can do things. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I, I Maybe that's a form that I use that I didn't even know that I use. I have Courtney's seen my notes app. It's yeah. very organized. Yes. And I have a list for everything. Books that I want to read, mm-hmm. you know, um, what else is on there? My Lord. There's all a, kinds there's of podcast stuff. Podcast and it's so funny, guys, notes. because Carrie has to have all of her notes the same. So they all have to have three emojis at the start. So all of our shared notes, I let her kind of organize them. I do. And Megan's like looking down. And, I, and it is like that. There are a couple on here that I that I need to delete. But I have stuff for work, net, work stuff, um, books that I'm going to read in the future, podcast info, um, calendars stuff for work you know it's just so maybe that's one form of you know something that I use that I didn't even know was making me feel better yeah but I like that 
And it gives you a semblance of control over yes. situations that are out of your control. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing is to know you are not alone. Right. There are a lot of people with anxiety disorders. There is a laundry list of categories for mm-hmm. anxiety disorders. Absolutely. Yes. It is one of the most common mental yes. illnesses in the United States, affecting 40 million adults 18 and over. Wow. It's, and it's, you know, and it's just really common. And I know it's not talked about a lot. No. And we try to pretend like, oh, hey, I'm fine. Yeah. But know that there's a lot of people just like you out there. Yes. And a lot of them are keeping it a secret, yeah. trying to hide it. Yes. And I wish some people didn't do that because it would make people feel less alone. Yeah, right. And make it a little more mainstream. And, hey, yeah. there are others like me. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they're getting by. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Maybe we can get by together yeah. kind of thing. Yes. You mentioned earlier that sometimes your anxiety feels isolating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we, as a society, talked about our mental health and anxiety and things like this more often, it wouldn't feel so isolating because right. you would know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this is really difficult for me right now, but there are other people who are fighting the same battle, you know? Right. Yes. And I kind of wanted to touch on this as well because, you know, me and Courtney had a discussion earlier in the week when I was kind of having a bad time. Um, I didn't know if this episode was going to be a great idea for me to talk about right now. Yeah. Uh, I even I, asked Carrie if we should switch gears and talk about something yes. else because I was like, I, it is a a heavy topic and I didn't know if it would be too much for you this week. And so I was like, you know, we can switch gears. I have another idea for an episode of Megan. We could do that one. Yeah. And then I was like, well, no, because it's something that I'm currently struggling with. And I know that I need, you know, more help. And I, you know, I spoke with a loved one about it. And I think this is important to say, even though, you know, this person, this was said out of love for me. Um, and I know that, but they said, I, I was just so down. And when you're in that place, you don't think that it could ever be better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you don't think yeah. that it could ever get worse. Mm-hmm. You're so low. And, you know, this person said to me, oh, it could always, it could always get worse. But I don't feel that way. Yeah. No, I, I feel like this is bad. Like, I can't come up out of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you... <sighs> Everyone struggles with anxiety, depression, whatever it may be, in different ways, okay? And it might be for different reasons. And just because, you know, their problems may seem bigger to the outside looking Mm -hmm. in, um, my problems seem so huge to me right now. And just because I can't relate to Megan with her, you know, anxiety disorder or mine and Courtney's maybe manifest differently doesn't mean that either one of ours are greater or less than the other. Right. And I said this to Courtney. I've said this to a million people. I have a tendency to, you know, kind of preach to others if they're going through a hard time. And I always, this is a quote that I always come back to. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who said it. I don't know if it's out of a book, movie, whatever. But there's a quote that says you could be drowned. Someone could be drowning in six feet of water and someone could be drowning in 20 feet of water but you are still both drowning and you're still both struggling and you still both think that you can't get out of it. And I think it's important to just know, you know, like Megan said, like you're not alone. My problems may not be 
the same as Megan's or Courtney's or, you know, our listeners, whoever it may be, doesn't mean that they're any less than, you know, in our heads or, or should be portrayed from anyone else in that Mm -hmm. matter. And I actually took a note down the other day, um, it's actually the 23rd, like almost 10 o'clock. It just, all of a sudden I was in the shower and I just had this self-talk, um, but I put I don't need you to understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Yes. I don't. I just need you to understand that despite the fact that it may not be rational, that my feelings are valid. Yes. And that something has caused me this insurmountable amount of anxiety. And it's a real fear to me. Mm-hmm. Thus, it's valid. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't matter if it's like, well, that's not really that bad. Or that's not. It is to me. Yeah. And that's what matters. Because I'm the one struggling at the moment yeah so cool if it doesn't affect you that's great but support me or you know whoever yeah Mm -hmm. and I have have this friend and um I know she listens I know she listens but but, um she has anxiety but in a different kind of you know it manifests differently but we have anxiety so we sometimes call each other I'll call her and I'll be like upset about something uh-huh. And then she has to be like, it's okay. You know, it's okay. It's fine. And, and, you know, then she'll call me and I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. It's okay. You're going to be okay. And <laughs> the other day we were on the phone and something happened, like a trigger. And I was trying really hard to not, just to, to be okay. Just to keep, just keep talking. You're fine. Be normal. And then, but I was having a panic attack. I was on the verge of having a panic attack. Like it was building. I could feel it. I was trying mm-hmm. to fight it as much as I could. And I was like walking around, can't yeah. breathe. Mm, yep. And she's talking and I'm listening and I'm trying really hard. And then I was like, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I am having, I'm about to have a panic attack. I'm, about, I'm having one. And she's like, okay, what's going on? And I told her what happened. And she's like, this is okay. In reality, this is the fact. These are the facts. And I'm like, you're right. Those are the facts. Those are the facts. Okay, we're we're good. We're good. We're we're gonna be fine. Okay. Uh huh. And then we just talked, and then we just started talking about what we we're talking about before. So, like you said, it manifests differently. Yeah. But we could, like, I don't I don't feel like her feelings are less valid. Right. Even if I that doesn't make me feel a certain way, and, and vice versa. Uh-huh. Yeah. And even though she's probably like, you know, that's that's really not bad but instead of saying you're fine like it's not that big of a deal you know yeah which you could have said yeah yes. in reality it really wasn't that big of a deal but to me it was yeah yes but instead it was like you know it's fine it's happening yeah. it's no not a big deal and in in a, a not condescending hateful way yeah. yes <laughs> I think, um i'm glad that you have a friend like that who mm-hmm. you can kind of go to in moments like that and they're not gonna make you feel bad for the way you feel they're just gonna no. kind of let you feel that way and yeah. also talk you through it and let you know, like, you know, I know that it's hard right now, but it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to get through it. And we're going to start over in three. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then we're just going to keep talking about what we're talking about, like nothing happened. Yes. <laughs> Which is what we did. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I know we had another question for mm-hmm. you, which was just, how can we and those listening better support those around us who are struggling with their mental health? I know this is going to come as a shock to people at this point, but I have a list. <laughs> um, I'm glad. I love it. I love the list. And we actually, Megan made a beautiful graphic. I love it. For us. And we're going to share it um, sometime, probably Monday. It'll probably be in our stories on Monday. So, And I tried to keep the list short. So the other one's five. This is five. Um, so first, I think it's an important one. And it's empathy, not sympathy. Mm-hmm. So I 
you know, I personally don't need you to feel sorry for me or I don't really need you to fully understand why I'm feeling the way I feel. I just or need say you, you understand. Exactly. Yeah. I just need you to kind of try to put yourself in my shoes and see how that might be making me feel. Right. And understand that I'm feeling this way and these are my feelings no matter what the yeah. cause is. So it, it, it doesn't matter if it's rational mm-hmm. or, or not. They're valid and the feelings are valid. The feelings are there. I'm feeling this way. So feel that with me. Yes. And, and yeah. you know, you'll kind of understand it a little bit better. Yes. 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 Um, ask a professional for advice. So if you have a family member or a close friend or even a close coworker, whatever the case is, children, spouse, um, talk, you can talk to professional too, just cause you're not suffering with the disorder specifically, you are still a part of this yeah. person's circle and you need to understand what you're supposed to be doing as a support system. Yeah. Yes. Because a support system is so important. Yes. Yes, it is. And like you mentioned earlier, how there are like NAMI groups, the National Alliance yes. on Mental Illness for people who are struggling with mental health conditions. There are also groups out there for yes. family and friends of people who have mental health oh, issues. I yeah, so I we'll think try to link some resources in the um, description. I think that would be very beneficial for us. Yeah, listeners. I think so too. Because the mental mental health situation doesn't just affect the person; no. it affects the family. Absolutely. Everyone. So it's important to to understand, and that goes yeah. into number three: is educate. If your relative, friend, whatever the case is, has been diagnosed, there is a diagnosis, so you know exactly what's happening educate yourself yes. you need to understand what this diagnosis means you need to understand symptoms you need to understand yes. treatments you need to understand how to relate to this part. you yeah. need to understand everything about it so pretend like you're studying for a final that's how you should be yeah. studying yeah. this mental health issue that your loved one is experiencing yes yes i agree with that completely. Yeah. um number four is you need to pay attention mm-hmm. i mentioned my disorder brain self-awareness well, most do not. Actually, no, I don't think any of them do besides my specific one. So you need to pay attention to, you know, signs and symptoms that this person needs help. So if they've not been diagnosed, yeah, you need to be, you know, if you see some odd behavior, you need to pay attention. Yeah. If they have been diagnosed, you need to pay attention because, you know, if they're on medications, you can see, hey, I don't think they're taking their medicine. Yeah. And that's sometimes yeah. that's very dangerous for the person. Yes. yes. Depending on what the diagnosis yes. is. So you need to pay attention. And then also, you know, you get into suicidal ideations and you need to you need to be looking at these at these people that you love mm-hmm. because they're not gonna just come up to you and say, Hey, I think I'm gonna kill myself. No. It's gonna be very, very secretive and it's gonna be hard to see but you need to know this person well enough and you need to be paying attention well enough to to see some signs yeah and and be there for them I think there are you know there are some times where it will present itself um and they they don't necessarily know that they're asking for help but you can tell we're not always given that luxury right um and you know sometimes it it seems as though it can be out of the blue, but if, yeah. you know, if you know that someone has struggled, like Megan said, with, you know, anxiety, depression, whatever it, you know, whatever it may be, whatever anxiety disorder there is, just be on a better lookout, yes. you know, for your, for your people. Yes. And if you have this concern about family or friends, 
um, you know, working in the mental health field, I've learned that it is important to ask directly. So Mm -hmm. it may seem weird to say like, are you thinking about hurting yourself? But it's so much better to ask directly than to beat around the bush or to not say something. So if you have those concerns, you know, be upfront and ask, ask your family member, friend or whoever, if that's how they're feeling. Uh And I also want to mention Um, I saw this week that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline's three-digit number, 988, will be active this July. So I think that that's um, something that I wanted to mention during this episode, and I think that that's great, that it's going to be so much more accessible to people. Mm -hmm. For sure. And the last thing I have is listen without judgment. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you need to listen but you need to really listen, not just, I mean, I'm talking active listening. Let's put our yeah. ears on like we did in kindergarten. Let's listen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the person may have feelings and thoughts that are inconceivable to you. They sound scary to you that you don't understand. Um, but a lot of it's just thoughts sometimes. And But you need to listen because yeah. sometimes it's just they need, you know, a soundboard just to kind of bump ideas off of just hey I'm having these thoughts let's can we talk about it yeah and you don't need to be like oh man that's that's really weird yeah no please please don't say that no because people need a safe place to just dump stuff so like they have these activities you can do brain dumps and you just write down a bunch of stuff on paper Uh but some people need a person yeah to kind of hey this is this is what's going on I just need somebody to and, and sometimes a lot of times nobody needs advice from you. No, <laughs> that, that sounds bad. But. No, gosh, that is the, that is literally the last thing I think that I'm looking for when I'm trying yes. to, you know, unpack some of the mm-hmm. things. Um, mm-hmm. and I know like, you know, Courtney's not guilty of this, but I do go to Courtney a lot about mm-hmm. this just because we both struggle with it. Um, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't really try to give advice or, understand you know not understand but I don't know what I'm trying to say but I do like unpack things to you yeah and you're just good about listening to me and letting me you know say what I need to say and then you're like okay let's go through these one by one one by one let's let's talk about each of these (laughs) let's start at the top yeah just kind of talk about it yep and she's very good at that so I am thankful for that and that completes our Megan's beautiful graphic that we yes. will share share with y'all. Um, I know you had a few more things that yes. you wanted to mention, uh-huh. so do you want to share a little bit I did. on that? Uh, one other thing I want to touch on quickly. I know we've spent a lot of time talking, but, it, you know, the topic's heavy. Yes. yes. And there is so much more to talk about, really, but we're trying to keep it, like, brief. And I know you guys talked about having a series, so that'll be good. Yes, we'll definitely have mm-hmm. Megan back on again in the future, and I know she wants to say more things. But I did want to mention, if anybody has any questions for Megan specifically, you can still message our Instagram, and we will relay the questions to Megan, and she can answer those for mm-hmm. you. Yes. Um, I think that would be important for right. us to have. And the last thing I want to talk about and touch on, and this is another super heavy topic. It, yes. it can't be talked about in a few minutes, but I did want to touch on it. Yeah. Um, because I had not experienced it the first time I had a baby, but I did experience it the second time. And that's postpartum depression. Yes. Um, one in seven women experience it, so it's super wow. common. Most women experience what they call baby blues after you have a baby, which is kind of 
kind of like a depression, but it's not quite as heavy. And it's mostly hormonal and fluctuations and, yes. you know, having a new baby, a little sleep, a lot of the demand. So baby blues is super common, but it kind of goes away. If it gets worse and doesn't go away, you're likely to have postpartum depression. So a lot of people mistake it for baby blues at first, but it, it doesn't, you know, go away as easily and it's right. hard. And you do have a higher chance of it if you have a history of depression. So it's important to know that. Um, uh-huh. I, it's not my story to tell, but I had a friend that was pregnant at the same time as me and something terrible happened and I'm going to cry. I'll talk about it. Um, okay. anyway, and um, I don't know, that just, I just never, I just didn't, didn't do well with that. Right. Um, so I had a lot of guilt and bad feelings and it was very hard. So I did a lot of crying and yes, but it was more than, you know, I know there's a lot of, like I said, the baby blues and I had that, you know, like I said, trying to regulate your hormones. But this wasn't baby blues. This was, it was just, a lot deeper. Just crying, just uncontrollable crying and wanted to, you know, die. I just wanted to die. And that sounds terrible. And people are like, well, you just had a baby. Shouldn't you be happy? <laughs> you should, but Sometimes you're not. No, so it's not that easy. It's no. not. And, you know, I, I told my, I remember telling my husband, like, I'm not okay. And, no, I didn't. I didn't have any thoughts about harming my baby or anything. But people do have that. Yes. And it's real, and that's very real. And if you are having those thoughts of harming yourself or your baby, you do need to. You know, I mean, you need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yes. Um, because things can be done. Yeah. So, uh, but I did, I mentioned my husband, I was like, I do not feel good. I, I don't feel like I should. I, I feel bad. And I wasn't in physical pain. It was all emotional. It was mental. And I had, like I said, this guilt that just loomed over me and I couldn't, I couldn't be happy about having a baby. I couldn't enjoy my baby at wow. first. And, um, it was hard. And I did talk to my doctor. I, you know, you go, for, I had a C-section. So, and I, again, I think having C-sections increase your risk of postpartum depression. I think depression. that is correct. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I, I had to have a C-section. I could not have a, you know, I couldn't do anything else. I would have died. So, um, I didn't really have an option there. But I did see my doctor at my two-week checkup, and we discussed. I, I told him. I just kind of laid it out and discussed it with him. And he, you know, he talked to me and told me some options. He prescribed me some medicine and it worked out fine. And I obviously I it took a while. Right. But I started feeling better. I started feeling more myself and I kinda made I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't clean my house. I couldn't cook. I couldn't do a lot of things because I just couldn't. Right. So then I just like, I'm going to get these dishes washed and I'm going to keep these dishes washed and I'm not going to have a dirty dish in this house. And that was my first, I know that sounds silly, but that was my first, that's the first thing I set out to do. And that's what I did. And I don't ever have dirty dishes still (laughs) because I'm just not going to have them. Yeah. So that's where that kind of list kind of comes in too. But, you know, sometimes you need medicine. Yeah. So sometimes it's just overwhelming and you have to have a little help. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not a bad thing. No. And medicine doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. No. Like in this case, mm-hmm. it's not. With postpartum depression, if you can kind of get get past it in a healthy way, you can. You don't have to be on medicine forever. Yes. But if you do, that's okay too. Yes. Yeah. So. I know, you know, there's a lot of, 
you know, bad misconceptions about that. And, yes. you know, a lot of people will really struggle because they think that, you know, if they talk to someone, that's going to be their first thing that they try to go to. Yes. And that's not always, nece- you know, it's not always necessary, but mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone some should stray from seeking a professional right. if you think that that's, you know, what they're going to do and you're totally against it. That's That's one completely different thing. But you just need to make your provider or, you know, the person that you're seeing aware, hey, mm-hmm. like, I'm not, maybe I'm not against medication, but I don't want that to be the first thing yes. I start with. And they can try to utilize all these other different resources. Right. And then at that point, if it doesn't help, medication is there. That's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. It's been developed over, you know, many, many mm-hmm. years. And, you know, we have these people who go to school for this and are you know, this, they are the professional. So let's let them do their job Mm -hmm. and let's, you know, reach out and try to get help. And it's okay if you have to be on medicine. Yeah, it is okay. Because anxiety and depression and all of these things, it's truly a chemical imbalance in your brain. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need some medication to help regulate those chemicals. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with taking medication for mental health. Right. And if, if you're, you know, if, if you have postpartum depression, if you have anxiety, whatever the case is, if it's impeding you living your life, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's something that you need to tend to. I mean, it just really is so that you can live your life because you shouldn't let this rule you. Yes. And um, so that's, yeah, that's what the medicine is there for if, if needed. There are plenty of resources, but yes, definitely speak to your doctor. And with postpartum depression, I think a lot of people, they think that means they're a bad mother. And you're not. And it's, it doesn't mean you're a bad mother mm-hmm. at all. It has nothing to do with you as a mother. It's, right. Yes, it happened because you had a baby. Um, but it's out of your control. But it's, it's not anything bad. And acknowledging it and seeking a doctor's guidance means you are being a good mother. Mm-hmm. And you're doing all that you can to make sure that you're healthy for your child. Yeah. So don't ever let that, don't ever let it make you feel like you're a bad mom. Because yes. it, it does not mean that. Yes. Not at all. That is the furthest thing from the truth. Right. Yes. Well, uh, anything else, Megan? I guess that's all. That's, I guess, all the time. In a nutshell, I know we've crammed all of that great information into a little over an hour. Um, (laughs) I know this is a longer episode, but now you have us for your trip to and from work. Yes. (laughs) Maybe a couple days worth of commutes. Yes. And we will, I mean, Megan will definitely be back on, you know, we'll talk about other things. It's not probably always going to be mental health, but she might be on again for, you know, that reason. Um, this was a lot of information, but I'm so glad yes. that we unpacked all of that. Yes. Thank you so much, Megan, for coming on our podcast and sharing no these things and yes, um, for all of the information that you shared, because I know that it was very helpful for me. So I hope that it's also it helpful, helpful for at least one of our listeners, Absolutely. even if one of you benefits from listening to this yes. episode or get something from it, then that will be worth it to, to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all of your support. Um, Hopefully next week will be a little bit more lighthearted for you guys, but I hope that everyone enjoys this episode and we will see you next time. Have a great week. Bye Bye, guys. guys.